Today's show is being brought to you by Cause Marketing Forum and SelfishGiving.com. And we want to thank our sponsor, 1BillionShirts.org. Custom t-shirts that help others. Print with them, and 25 cents from every t-shirt benefits a good cause. And remember, you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio as well as iTunes. Leave us a comment at either one of those platforms, and we'll send you a Cause Talk Radio t-shirt. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And of course, on the line with me is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? All right? It's excellent. I'll tell you, spring has sprung here in Boston. Spring. It's like it's like 48 degrees here today. It's I know. It's like balmy. I think I've we're actually warmer than that. on and everything. Flip-flops? Oh, I don't oh. need to know about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking speaking of flip flops, right? And and people hanging out and having fun, chilling, chilling. On the line today, we have John Ludlow, who is a do-gooder, a consultant, a causepreneur. He's been on the show before, Megan, and he's on today to talk about South by Southwest and all the fun things he did when he was there, and a little bit about cause. Hey, John. Hello. Yeah, uh, are you are you rested now? I mean, you live in Austin, so I mean, it must have been a difficult ride home in the car. Oh, <laughs> amazing! I tell you about the uh, spring. It's eighty-two and sunny. Yeah, rub it in. Rub that's, it in, buddy. That's crazy. That's just yeah. crazy making. That makes yeah. South by Southwest all the crazier. I would imagine. Yeah. I know, but you, um, you folks had some cold weather this winter. We did. Uh, yeah. A lot colder than I'd like. I think there's almost five days of cold weather. Um, yeah. It's pretty horrible. Yeah. They were showing like a dusting. Megan, they were showing in some pictures earlier this year, they were showing like a dusting of snow on the ground and they were using words like snow, snow apocalypse. The horror. You know what I mean, like, yeah. How did you whole, survive? You know, how, we will rebuild. <laughs> Luckily, we had blankets, and we were yeah. Okay. That's right. Something you could snuggle up with and stuff like that. So, John, tell us about you. One of the reasons we wanted to have you on the show is Megan and I have never been to South by Southwest. It's kind of embarrassing. It really is. It really is. I mean, I'm a really avid follower of the hashtag every year, and uh, and there is a social good uh, component to South by Southwest, which I follow on SX Good, but. You're someone who's been to South by Southwest a number of years. What was your impression this year about the social good aspect of the event? I, w- I was really impressed with the social good aspect. One of the key takeaways I really had, honestly, was um, mm-hmm. my thoughts and <laughs> my long drive home. Yep. Was, <laughs> really, honestly, felt like it was just a, a, a maturing of the whole South by, South by Good. You yep. know, it felt like it, it blended in really well the talks are really good and it wasn't just wouldn't it be nice if but it was really a lot more conversations were a lot deeper this year than they have been in the past i think that was a really good sign for south by that it it really resonated very well and it was was a lot deeper in context so give us give us a sense of how that piece of it plays out into the rest of the conference i mean is there a separate track for good is it woven throughout Talk a little bit more about the structure of, of how that gets included. Sure. Well, one of the things, um, you know, obviously it's like the Beacon Lounge where the causepreneurs and other people mm-hmm. go to hang out. But it's kind of a corner of, of the conference center and there's some chairs. <laughs> uh, and that's gotten bigger. They even have had panels in the past. <laughs> so what did it start out with, John? Was it like two chairs and a hot dog stand? Or no, it was a like bean bag. It was a bean bag. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't much. And a beer. 
<laughs> and a beer, always at South by. Um, and they've, they've had panels, um, uh, mm-hmm. but even the panels were just kind of like social good, um, you know, cause marking one Oh one, uh, this year, for example, um, Elijah May and some others here in Austin, they put on the social good and city hall. So they had this huge conference place and it was an all day thing. So it was just uh, speaker after speaker after speaker and people coming in and out all day long, just around the social good. That's and good. I, I really appreciate this ch- chance to sit in there, get to see so many different people. And then it's a lot more global this year. I mean, South by in general, but even yeah. cause marketing. So we had a lot of speakers talk about what's going on cause marketing in Uganda huh. and how that is working out with cell phones and what issues they're having with businesses to get them on board. So it was, it was enlightening to me to keep learning and growing this year with it. You know, I saw people like, uh, you know, that I respect, like David Neff was there and, you know, he's an Austin native too. So, you know, he was there and I noticed he was part of the crowd, uh, crowdfunding track. And I saw Beth Cantor actually did a presentation and stuff like that, but they really seem to keep the ball rolling with lots of social good like things uh, for the audience. You know what I always wonder though, John is, are there a lot of people that come? Well, I don't know. Do a lot of people go to South by Southwest for the social good track? Or do you feel like a lot of people are pulled in from other areas? You know, in, in years past, I would have said it was an offshoot. This is the yeah. year that I think it was a lot more concentrated of an effort. I think people in the industry really wanted to come here mm-hmm. um, to specifically uh, grow and enrich a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think South by has embraced it so much more with a lot of different things that they are doing. Yeah. So it's, it's not just uh, the South by people who put it on, but also the companies in and around the area that are embracing mm-hmm. it and starting to do and partner a little bit more with things. Mm-hmm. Give us yeah, an example I mean, yeah. of, of what that looks like. Cause I'm interested, obviously I'm interested in, in the company component of that social good piece. Cause you know, there's always sort of the nonprofit offshoot in lots of different conferences, but once, you know, as you're talking about, once it starts to mature a little bit and you get some of the companies putting a bigger stake in the ground, I'm curious to know what that looked like. You're talking about the local Austin companies here? I, You know, anything, really. I mean, things that you heard talked about from stage or brands that were presenting or local companies that were jumping in. Well, we know, I mean, we know just by following, you know, the hashtag, uh, Megan and John, that, you know, there was a program in, uh, you know, called Swag for the Homeless, Mm -hmm. uh, which seemed like a nice program in the sense that, you know, you get all these kind of trinkets and chotskis and stuff like that. And some of them are useful, like shirts and hats and notebooks and stuff like that, but you really don't need them. So uh, Medallia, one of the companies that was uh, sponsoring the event, which is, I guess, I think a San Francisco-based software company, Mm. actually. actually, you know, sponsored the collection of those items. And I guess they went away with a pretty good haul of things that they could redistribute to people. So I know that was one program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And most of the uh, meetups and parties usually had a component to yeah. opportunity to donate to go to a local nonprofit or mm-hmm. for a greater good in some regard. And I saw that a little bit more. I don't know if it was, you know, set out loud on like a loudspeaker type thing, but it definitely was more verbiage, science and, and published about yeah, what's going yeah. on with these parties, uh, you know, a greater sense of that. And you also got that from upstage, too, when companies were talking how calls marketing is no longer just a campaign. Mm-hmm. All the marketing department does, but it really is part of what they think is building their brand mm-hmm. and becoming yep. more of an impact within within that. 
You know, and the thing is, too, is trade conferences, I think, Megan, too, and, you know, we probably talk about this at Cause Marketing Forum at the conference each year, too, is, like, they really are becoming a great place to do cause marketing because, you know, you have all the elements you need. You know, you have a, an active crowd. You have uh, lots of businesses. There's always good things that can happen there. And I always think that uh, South by Southwest has really kind of set the, the pace for those types of things at events. So, you know, it was nice to see you know, the swag for the homeless. I know that Porta Novelli had a poker night. Um, you know, I know that there were several events like Austin Taco where people were uh, eating for free but then donating the money, mm-hmm. uh, you know, out of their pockets to support uh, good causes. Right in Austin, too, which is good to see, too, that, yeah. um, you know, the poker event, the money was going to Charity Water, which is a great organization, but uh, the taco event was going to the Austin Food Bank. Uh, so, you know, I think it's great when you have that mix of, uh, of local and national. Yeah, absolutely. There you go, yeah. Joe. There's a new business opportunity for you. Yeah. Absolutely. Tacos for good. No, that's you not know? what I was talking Just about. I was talking make- about cause marketing at conferences. Oh yeah. 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 That too. That too. But it's really <laughs> tacos. That's really the future. It's actually <laughs> robots. It's actually robots, but then tacos and then, and then children. <laughs> no, of course, children of are the future. Well, you speaking, know, like- speaking of robots, you know, the, the interactive portion of South by Southwest is supposed to be, you know, the end all be all as far as uh, what's hot and hip and new. So outside of the cause realm in the interactive stuff, or even just chatter you heard on the street, what seemed to be sort of the the things that were bubbling to the top is in as far as being cool and hip and things that we should be paying attention to. Cool. Yeah. Um, 3d printing had several different displays and a lot of people were talking about that, not, only in terms of wouldn't it be cool if I make my own iPhone case, but even just as making MVPs, uh, minimal viable products for certain things, so helping startups get going at a lot quicker pace and mm. thinking through what what it could be. That was a really hot topic as well. Um, understanding mobile a little bit more, so people were not just saying, yeah, we need to do it, but there was a, a lot within, like iBeacon, uh, South by tested it out yeah. as you approached. Yeah, you heard that. How iBeacon would work and the internet of things within that. So what would it be like? People are just imagining things in line. What would it be like if I could order while I'm in line for the taco place? Mm-hmm. So when I get up there, my food's ready. So I'm right. Well, and, and Disney is beta, doing a beta test on something like that now. I just read something about that this week, which kind of freaks me out a little bit, I gotta say. Mickey Mouse's big brother. Because mm. <laughs> they, they give you these like ID tags when you get into the park, so they know where you are at all times. That's and they right. can bring you yeah. your food, supposedly, yeah. and track yeah. your every yeah, move. Yeah, that's it. it, it you know, they, they've basically given you a sensor, you know, and they're, like you say. Yeah, you're like a chip, you're like a dog. And, you get chipped. Yeah, but the thing is, too, is, <laughs> and what's important there, John and Megan, is they're collecting data on you, too. You know, habits, what are you doing and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, these are, you know, some important privacy concerns. And it seemed, John, that there were a number of forums at South by Southwest that addressed that this year. There was. I mean, obviously, Snowden's the one who got a big, um, big example. But their privacy was a huge sector. I mean, they had a whole building just day in, day out of of panels going on talking about it and encouraging Mm -hmm companies and organizations to really think through security a little bit more instead of just having a you know certificate that we are SSL compliant on your website and being done with it but to really be right, thinking right. through what privacy is and what data is collected that you're even unsure of mm-hmm. you know servers always have little extra info they collect and how's that being distributed within the system mm-hmm. this is a huge issue that's for sure 
It's going to be big. And I think it will only grow because uh, just personally within even my own family, my wife is asking me about privacy. And I said, it's not our control anymore, right? It's up to Target not to be hacked or Chase Bank not to have a back end. So it's, it's really becoming more dependent on these companies to step up what privacy is. Mm-hmm. No, you know what she said to you. Your wife said, no, should I pull down the shades? I'm not talking about internet <laughs> privacy, but. <laughs> you just have Everyone to go worries there. about internet privacy, and then it's the guy next door <laughs> who breaks into your house. That I can take care of. That I can do. <laughs> hey, what do you think, John, of the overall South by Southwest uh, experience. You know, um, I actually saw a lot of good comments this year about South by Southwest. And, you know, some people who are like, oh, it's like out of control and, you know, the potties are nuts. And someone had said the potties this year, too, were much smaller. Uh, you know, people were really trying to interact with one another. But, I mean, did you find that there was a lot of craziness still at the conference? I found that there was plenty of crazy to be had. Yeah. Uh, I did see that parties were becoming smaller, but that also, mm-hmm. in some essence, makes it harder too. You know, yeah. Trying to get to all the, I mean, it's not a conference in one building; it's a conference that incorporates the entire city. So if you if you go to one location for whatever reason you don't like it, or you want to go to the next one, it's it's harder and harder because the, it's just spreading throughout the city. It's not just within a couple blocks anymore. So that was kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think that people really should look at going to South by, even if they're not huge on technology. Um, right. The relationships, the different ideas, um, and it really is what you make of it. You can you can go and not meet many people and just go to a few panels. You'll still learn, have a good time. But yep. if you really take the time to talk to somebody who's in a different industry or different profession than you, mm-hmm. you can still learn an awful lot that I think can be beneficial. Is is that really what keeps you going back? I mean, besides the fact that you're in Austin, uh, yeah, being here definitely helps. Yeah, um, it definitely helps. Yeah. Yeah, I, can, I keep on saying, I said to David Neff one year, he asked me whether or not I was going. And I said, I, I'm going, but I'm waiting for it to come to Boston. <laughs> and he says, I'm coming to Boston, Joe. <laughs> I, and I was like, you just wait and see. Yeah, I, I know. Ed, it's getting to the point now where I, I imagine they could think about it, especially in Boston. Yeah. But no, I, do, I do keep going uh, just because of that. There's always... there's. Everyone comes to my backyard, so I don't know why I would never want to participate in that large conversation of meeting different people and seeing things that could help me professionally, but as well as just continue to help you learn and think through things in a different, unique way. I mean, even last year I went to um, the Netherlands party. I met some guys from the Netherlands, and they said, you should come. And it was just a meetup just from people, Mm -hmm. you know, just the Dutch. But to hear how they do business and the way they think about uh, social good was very different than a U.S.-based way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I never would have gotten that had I not, you know, had a coffee in the back room of a table and talked to, you know, four or five different I people. I worry, though, that, you know, you, you know, you're one roofie away from ending up in the red light district. You know, they put you on a play, especially a pretty boy like you, John. <laughs> I declined everything they offered, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. No. no hey, that's why, Megan, I hope you'll consider this, too, when we go South by Southwest. I definitely think we should stay at John's house. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. He's you got, know? like, what? You have twins at home. You don't need yeah. any sleep. <laughs> oh, forget about it. <laughs> I'm much work. Now. I know how much work they are. Did you, you know, say you have four kids now? No, I said that my twins are four. I have three oh, girls. Okay. The okay. twins are four, so they're sleeping. But 
You two, if you come next year, you have an open invitation to stay at the Ludlow House. <gasps> that wow. is so hey, nice. Hey, you have free lodging. Just you get realize, your ticket. I'll take care of it. John, you realize this is being recorded. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll be sending a copy to your wife tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> She's like, what the hell did you tell them? <laughs> I, I wanted to go back to the networking really quickly. So d- d- is it really just making yourself available and running into people and having a beer and having a coffee or do they do much structured networking at the conference? You know, they do a good job of putting the environment together might be a good way of saying it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just a little plug, but even the cause marketing forum, right? They do a great job of putting that whole group together and saying, Hey, we're here to talk, to learn and, and to see who you can meet. And they do a good job by that South by, as well. And I think that most people come here more for the networking than the education. So, you know, some people are just trying to get away and their job paid to get them there. But usually when you come to South by, you want to have as many business cards as you can, as many conversations as you can. So I find, and that's what I think, you know, that's what I, so often I say about conferences too. I always say conferences are for people who don't read. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's, you go because of the networking. You want to meet new – you want to do something that you can't do online, uh, which is, you know, the face-to-face networking. Right. The okay. challenge is it's so hit or miss, right? Well, yep. and that, that was my other question too. So it, t- it tends to be when you get to these longer conferences – some of the sessions you go to, you're like, I cannot believe I just spent 40 minutes of my life yeah. sitting through that yeah. nightmare of a panel or whatever it was. And then some other session you go to is fantastic. And you're like, I cannot right. believe I, I might have missed that on this planet. So is mm-hmm. is it, do you kind of get that too at South By? Because is, isn't it kind of crowdsourced how some of those sessions get picked? Um. There are the official ways and the unofficial ways. I probably shouldn't get up to in public, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a miss for the panels. Mm-hmm. And it's like that, I think, at every conference, no matter what you do, yeah. it's hard. And But they have so many speakers that a lot of times you have some incredibly intelligent people, but doesn't mean they're good orators. Totally. Right, yeah. yeah. And that's not necessarily a fault of South By. But yep. again, that's the one nice thing about South By is you got four days. If you have one day, you're in or out, and that speaker oh, sucks. Yeah. You feel bad here, yeah. you can make it up, or you feel like the network that you made the guy sitting next to you was worthwhile. Yeah. It's expensive, too. I mean, you know, it's when you put expensive. everything in, you have to put that. That's why we're staying you know, at John's house. That's right. Well, you know, the problem <laughs> I have with the networking, too, is the last event I networked at, John, I met Megan. Really? <laughs> yeah, so it's just been, you know, I'm thinking about Yeah, in 2010, what. it was called yeah. the Cosmic Forum. Yeah. And then we went him. to Blog World, right? And, and we were there, and Joe, you introduced me to this person. You know, do you think I'm pretty? I mean, oh all the gosh, things that, you know, that, that Megan asked me every day. So I'm afraid, I, I can't handle another Megan, John. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what you would do without me. That's yes. right, exactly. Certainly wouldn't know what to do without you on the host of the show. Right. Ain't that the truth? Well, this has been super fascinating, John. It's always so exciting to talk to somebody who gets out of out of their office and does these things since Joe and I, I apparently are like sticks in the mud and we don't. And we go to one <laughs> conference a year or whatever. One Joe, conference a decade. Joe, Joe will go well, to we whoever Joe will go to whoever pays him to speak, but you know, right. some of us do have standards. <laughs> but we always speak. go to Cause Marketing Forum. That's right. We always go to Cause Marketing Forum because that is the pinnacle outside of South That's by right. Southwest. Absolutely. Where you have to be, so. Yep. so John, thank you so so much. Um any are you're active on Twitter, right? Shoot us, let us know what your Twitter handle is. Let our listeners what, know what your Twitter handle is in case somebody else wants to crash in your living room next year. That's fine. It's uh, JP Ludlow. 
Excellent. On Twitter. And we will include that in the show notes. Joe, where can people find you when you're not uh, troving the oh, the conference circuits? I know. They're just out there every day. Um, of course, they can find me on my blog, SelfishGiving.com. Um, on Twitter, at Joe Waters. Uh, take a look at my cause marketing pins on Pinterest, Pinterest.com, uh, front slash Joe Waters. And um, I also have an article today uh, at the Razoo Foundation on South by Southwest and talking about some of the cause promotions that we mentioned mentioned on today's show. So uh, be sure to check them out. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I am also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF, and also blog for the Cause Marketing Forum at Cause Update. And you can find Cause Talk Radio on Stitcher Smart Radio, as well as iTunes. We do ask that you subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode, and feel free to leave us a comment, give us a thumbs up, let us know what you like, what you don't. And on behalf of John and Joe and myself, we'd like to thank you for joining us for yet another episode of Cause Talk Radio. We'll see you next time. 